Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to round three of the Horror Heroes Tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast. The only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture news. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. Jason, don't we have a sponsor for this episode? I was getting to that uh, usually when I do the plugs, but I'll just do it now. This episode is brought to you by... It's bought to us. Bought, <laughs> it's bought to us by... <laughs> Someone started early. The one and only Mike's... Oh, fuck. Oh, you <laughs> fucked it up already. Oh, no. uh, Mike's Soft up. Lemonade. Ew. Straight to you from the disgusting tap water shit. It'll get you soft. It'll get you soft. Oh, that's a great Mike's Soft Lemonade. It'll get you soft. <laughs> it's like, boy, this Jeez. Get that mic closer up there. Yep. Also mm. with us today is the uh, creator of Mike Soft Lemonade, Mr. Mike Dowling. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Mike, what's the secret ingredient? Oh, that's a secret. Love. <laughs> sure. Love. My, my special love. <laughs> also with us today is Evan Moore. Uh, hey, Jason. How are you? You know those swords that are hanging over your head? This is like some Final Destination stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. If he doesn't like one of our choices, he's going to just kill himself. Also with us today is Dan Katz. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and in the audience, we have Steve Coltis. Yo. Jobo. Hello. And founding father, Kyle Downey, the history, ex- <laughs> the history no, extraordinaire. You stay in that cage, boy. <laughs> You stay in there, boy! Now go cut the grass! Uh, yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is round three of the Horror Heroes Tournament. If you'd like to be caught up on what we're doing, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean for all your blah, blah, goody stuff. And remember, we're sponsored by Mike Soft Lemonade. So, Sean, please uh, tell us what the hell we're doing. All right. Well, as uh, as we all know, this is a bracketed tournament. Uh, if you want to take a look at the bracket, the current updated bracket, uh, you can go onto our Twitter page or our Facebook page where you can see and follow us from left and right on the bracket. And the way we are doing this is match by match. We will be determining the winner uh, by different categories that we vote on, each one of us. Um, either uh, survivability, uh, threat level, and Midnight. and head-to-head fight between the two characters. Uh, so are we good to go? I'm good, brah. Well, right. Who's that wrestler who's always like hyped up? He's like, it's hype, bro. Oh, God, it's Mojo Raleigh. Raleigh. Get out of here. Leave. Yes. Is, he, is he the same Mojo from Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, it's Mojo Jojo the wrestler. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So anyway, let's get to our first matchup. We have uh, number one seed, Ellen Ripley from the Alien series. You bitch. Uh, uh, four, <laughs> four film appearances. Uh, her major threat is the Xenomorph, and her weapons include a flamethrower, a pulse rifle, and futuristic technology. And she's facing off against number five seed, the Ghostbusters. Uh, two film appearances. Their major threats are Gozer and Vigo the Carpathian. And Don't you mean three? No, we don't include remakes. I'm sorry. What was that? We don't include remakes. Sean, okay, you're a sexist. You hate women? You're a sexist <laughs> pig. Uh, and their weapons are proton packs. Mm. And intelligence. Sometimes. I mean, <laughs> aren't they like Harvard grads or some shit? No, I don't know about that, but they used to work at a school. That means they're <laughs> smart, right? Sure. Okay. Who wants uh, to take this away? Ernie what Hudson you, just needed a job. What did you do, Ray? That wasn't that originally supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, it was also, and Belushi was supposed to be in it, too. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. They didn't want to give the gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had that According to Jim show. I only watched one episode of that. It's where he was hunting a turkey, and the turkey somehow stepped on his crossbow and shot the bow right into his butt. 
And then he was on Twin Peaks. Oh, yes, he was. All right, who wants to start us off? Ellen Ripley versus the Ghostbusters. Evan, start us off. It's Ellen Ripley by far here, unfortunately. Um, I think that there's a certain certain uh, drunk sort-in? factor. Sweetin. There's a sweetened factor with the Ghostbusters. With the Ghostbusters, they're kind of just like schlubs who you know get lucky a little more than they are skilled. Um, Ellen Ripley's a little sharper. And I think that her mindset there is going to, to take that over. Um, from a technological standpoint, I guess the Ghostbusters could take her, but she's not a ghost. So. Well, they're I not afraid know. of them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just feel like Ellen Ripley's got this one. Yeah, it's been a fun ride for Ghostbusters. They, they killed some kids in this tournament. Oh, that's nice. Right? It's always they, good to kill kids. It went down, but the. They, they kind of just got by by being doofuses, and uh, Ripley's kind of probably almost, if not the one of the biggest badasses on this whole bracket. Hell yeah. So, um, but, um, got that. I think, I think Xenomorphs would be more threatening than the ghosts in general, because, I mean, most of the ghosts that we saw in their movie just terrorize people and make them run away. Xenomorphs. Or one purpose is to breed, and for an orphan to breed, people have to die. Oh yeah. So. so you're saying you think that the xenomorphs are, uh, well, the ones that Ripley faced are a bigger threat than Gozer and. Yeah, I mean, because think, think about what the ghosts do in both Ghostbusters movie. Most of the time, they just have hilarious, they blow people. They have hilarious hijinks. Yeah, they usually, they're, they're usually a nuisance, not a, yeah. not a threat. And yeah, yeah, I think like you were saying, it's sort of the Ghostbusters kind of they usually stumble into victory. Yeah, <laughs> just like Trump. The only only one we got for Ghostbusters would be survivability, and that's because Ripley kills herself. That's about it. uh, Spoilers for Alien 3. Wait, which cut are we talking about? She kills herself in both. What was that, circa 1992? But one baby pops out. Baby pops out. Early 90s. Well, that's the difference. In the one cut, the the queen does pop out. In the other one, it doesn't. I like it better when it doesn't. Yeah, which is the director's cut. Anyway, sorry. I could talk about Alien 3 for a while. Yeah, I would also give it to Ripley. Uh, Believe it or not. Believe it or not, I would give it to Ellen. (laughs) Uh, The Xenomorphs definitely more of a threat. You know, they actually kind of want to kill you instead of just bother you hold on gozer and i already voted for ellen ripley but gozer was trying to take over the whole fucking world yeah yeah they were a threat with, they weren't with, just with they, pink slime yeah gozer the gozerian well no that, that was vigo, vigo. Oh, sorry. it's vigo gozer the gozerian was a real threat vigo was a little more not a threat he was still a threat not as much as gozer yeah, yeah. i now do you guys I think Ellen Ripley could take all four of them in a hand-to-hand fight. Though. Yes, she's yeah. She like none of them really have any fighting skills, and I know we can t- we talked about this in the last show. Like Ripley wasn't really like trained, or maybe she was. We don't really know, but I still think she'd be able to fucking kick their ass. And we're not bringing in Ripley eight, which technically is part of this tournament. If we are, then oh yeah, she would. She'd fuck How all of them that, to get off the ship. Does that count? Because according to Sean's car- rules, it counts. It's a different oh character. damn, she would just but, kill him in a basketball game. But apparently, Nancy <laughs> didn't count from New Nightmare. So who uh. who the fuck do I know? Well, because that's a different universe. <laughs> who do I gotta fuck to get off this ship? <laughs> uh, yeah. So to me, Ripley wins in two out of three categories. Um, survivability and head-to-head. I, I think I feel like the Gozer and uh, 
that? I keep forgetting the dude's Vigo? name from this. Vigo. Vigo Mortensen is a. Uh, <laughs> they're a uh, bigger threat than the Xenomorphs, but uh, still two out of three. So Ripley wins for me for this little round. Oh, so you think that her survivability is is uh, is better? Yeah, I think the um, because she didn't die. Yes. Even though I know, yeah, she, yeah, but she still survived three movies. He, remember, he all by her first alien mm-hmm. movie, so yeah. that's, that's Oh, she, so you don't even know what happened to her. She didn't even need Bill Murray to help live. Oh, <laughs> I just man. thought these girls were funny. Wait a second. My mind just got oh, blown God. when I realized God, that's, that's Gordon Weaver's <laughs> in Ghostbusters. Yeah. That just yeah. clicked right now. And she was defeated. <laughs> in Ghostbusters. Yeah. But that's not Ellen Ripley. Mm. It's just the same actress. It's a look, it looks like that? her. Yeah, no shit. Really? Why is that, Sean? <laughs> Rick Moranis is just as tough as Oh, I wish Rick Moranis was an alien. <laughs> like, yeah, we gotta get off this ship. <laughs> the only character he could have played with Paul Reiser's character. No, he should have been the android who tries killing uh, Ellen with porny mags. Just rolls them up. Porny <laughs> mags? Who porny? says that? Porny mags. They make me so porny. <laughs> Da, 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 all right. So we got three for Ellen Reiner. So I guess our votes don't count. Well, I already voted for her. So oh, yeah, well, who didn't cool. vote other than me? We all voted Steve. for Ellen Ripley. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I was going to go Ghostbusters, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, too late. Sean? Well, I don't... You hate women. You didn't like the 2016 movie. Yeah, that's obviously what like it Ripley. is. You don't like Ripley. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You were telling me on the way over how much you hate my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God! The, uh, the fuck! The Ghostbusters obviously survive, and I actually think their threat is bigger than the Xenomorphs. The Xenomorphs, you can contain them to one planet, whereas uh, Gozer, to a lesser extent, Vigo, but more so Gozer is interdimensional. So you're covering a, w- a lot more ground there. So I think just out of two out of three, the Ghostbusters would take it. I mean, are we it counting just takes one egg to get somewhere? Are we counting then... Alien versus Predator? But if you don't take it off of the planet, then it doesn't. Nothing happens. Well, if you don't, that's why David had to bioengineer the gatekeeper. If you don't don't follow the plot contrivances of Ghostbusters, nothing happens either. So, so Ripley wins. Sean, sorry to like Blade Runner, but that's what. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Everybody see that? Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Ryan Gosling and his weird like eye that's drooping down. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Technically, that was my derailment, and I apologize. That comment. Okay, guys. Jason, Jason's been drinking heavily. It's Already? Yeah. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have number 11 seed, Seth Gecko from, from Dustal Dawn. Uh, one full appearance. His major threats are vampires, and his weapons are guns, holy water, and a wooden stake impaler. And he's facing number 10 seed, Kirsty Cotton from the Hellraiser series. Uh, four film appearances. Her major threats are Pinhead and Dr. Chenard. And her weapons are the ability to bargain with Pinhead, and she has a gun. Forbes, I feel like Sean needs to explain how uh, we, we ended up where we are, because uh, last oh. week he, uh, he tried to argue someone's case to win and ended up uh, talking up the wrong It wouldn't person. matter. It wouldn't matter. I, look, what happened was, <laughs> last week we had Kirsty up against Clary Starling. and uh, I was about to do the whole... Lava beans, nice Chianti. I go. Steve, do you want to say something? Whatever, I don't know. Can you do it? He said, "I can smell your cunt." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was anticipating, because clearly Clary should have won that. I was anticipating that uh, everyone was just going to go for Clary, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her a fighting. I'm going to give. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give Kirsty a fighting chance. And then talked her up and, and talked her up way is. too much. And then everyone just went with it. <laughs> Except for me. Backfired. Except for me. Yeah. And Sean's vote didn't count by no, the time. No, but I would have went with Clary's. But 
Whatever. But so yeah, now we have Kirsty Cotton, mm. Kirsty Alley, Scientologist. Uh, 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 Mike, why don't you start us off? Okay, Gecko versus Kirsty. Uh, Gordon Gecko, Wall Street. Yeah. Money never sleeps. The greed is good. Money doesn't sleep if you think about no, it. No, the gun is good. The gun is good. Penis evil. Uh, shit. Um, I feel like we didn't spend enough time with Seth to for me to to wait to side with him. Um, we see him, you know, because we're not counting the TV show, so we only see him survive the one movie and then sort of just run away from Mexico. Or run away into Mexico. Uh, well, they are, no, there are in Mexico. Right, but I'm, you know, further in, you know, yeah. fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Kirsty continually battles against these demons and other villains. Uh, bigger threat, the forces of hell versus the forces of hell. Um... Probably the bigger threat would be the vampires, honestly. I feel like cause you, you need to summon Pinhead in order for him to, for the Cenobites mm. to actually come after you, really. Yeah, special box. Yeah. Like Although, you just need villains. to be around the vampires for them to be hungry and want to go yeah. after you. Although, in her fourth appearance, she didn't really have a chance to, or a choice to make because her husband fucked her over and, yeah. and gave her the box as a birthday gift. Men <laughs> suck. So, yeah. and what, I mean, unless, unless she is using the box uh, against Seth, her wits aren't going to get her anywhere. Same argument I had last week. Like, she had to use the box against Clarice. Like, yeah. she do? She has a gun. So is Clarice. Like, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, not this again. <laughs> you know, I don't know how well holy water works against the Cenobites. Have they ever addressed that? I don't think so. Uh, it shouldn't do anything. I wouldn't think so. But I don't know the 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 threat level. Midnight. Midnight. <laughs> I, I think it's going to go to Seth. Jason, give Steve your mic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, survivability. I feel like just because of how much time we spent with her, be Kirsty. Hmm. Head to head. Uh, I'm probably leaning more towards Seth just because I feel like he's the kind of person who, at the first sense of threat, he'll just pull the trigger. He's not going to wait for someone to uh, act. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I got to buy a hair. Go with Seth. Mm. Very astute. I'm going mm. to agree with Mike Dowling 100 percent there. Yeah, that you kind of echoed exactly yeah, what I was going to say. You really convinced me too because I had no idea who to pick. I like I like the way I'm you gonna think. I'm going to go with Seth Gecko here. I just think it the threat level is higher just because you're not. He's not going to have the box. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm bad. Just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's not going to have the box. Um, he didn't open the box, so they never came. What's in the box? I also just think that from the standpoint of like physicality and all of that, I think Seth Gecko wins. Hmm. Uh, Dan. I mean, both of these people got here by taking out people that I wanted to see further. So uh, I don't got any any horse to back in this race. Um. I have a feeling that Seth's probably going to end up getting the majority of the votes anyway, but I definitely feel like uh, the Cenobites, even though they have to be summoned, are a much more dangerous threat than the vampires because, I mean, I don't know if they've ever addressed it in the many multitudes of sequels, but at least in an expanded universe with them, they've tried to take over the Earth completely. Like, Mm -hmm. 
so it's not that they're just limited to uh you know their shenanigans on remember Dan, people that escape from hell the eu doesn't count anymore yeah i know it's they're, they're all just, just legends, legends now. Yeah, they're all just legends. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I might actually go with Kirsty just because we see her deal with a lot more fucked up shit than mm. Seth Gecko. So, I mean, very, very evenly matched. I mean, it's a 10 and 11 seed, too. So, I mean, that kind of explains that one. But I'm going to go with Kirsty by hair. So, uh,. I'm also going to go Kirsty because uh, I do feel like her threat level is higher regardless of how she gets to that threat level. Mm-hmm. It's no different than Seth just randomly appearing at, well, it wasn't random. He was told to go there, but just going to one titty bar and next thing you know, there's vampires. I mean, it's you don't see vampires anywhere else in that universe. If you weren't in that area, then you wouldn't be affected by the vampires, whereas Pinhead can be summoned anywhere. Uh, yeah, you do need the box, but it can happen anywhere. Um, so I would I would give her the threat level. Don't say it. And uh, as far as survivability, she's survived really three threats. She's in four movies, but she f- survives three times uh, as opposed to Seth's one. So to me, the fight wouldn't matter. So I'm going Kirsty. Do we have any? We have a tie right now. From, was it? I thought yeah. it was three to two, or what is? Or what well, is his? Jason vote? didn't give us an official vote. And Evan, are, are I agree with tired. Mike. Yeah. But if Evan and I are are split down, the Steve, middle, what do you think? Well, I, hold, let me say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I think the one thing that Pinhead is over the vampires is that he can he can go out any time during the day, right? And the vampires are affected by sunlight. Yes. Okay. See, that's that's a big thing right there. Um. Uh, Steve, you go. Um, I'll go with Kirstie Alley because, you know, everybody <laughs> rags on her a lot. She's not that bad of an actress. No, I'm just kidding. Um, between the demons of hell and vampires, I mean, they're essentially the same thing. One is more uh, terrestrial that lives on Earth, and the other can come to Earth but doesn't live here. Uh, but I think it, as far as, like, capabilities and abilities, I feel like Hellraiser and the, and the Cenobites, I feel like they can do more to you, and uh, they can reach you from further away. Like, <clears throat> in order for a vampire to transform you, they need to bite you. I feel like they're... The Cenobite's influence stretches further. Um, so they're definitely a, a worse threat. Mm. Uh, survivability, I mean, I've only seen three Hellraiser movies. Get the mic closer, brother. Brother, brother. Uh, I've only seen three Hellraiser movies. Um, but I think, yeah, she survives. Uh, yeah, she survives. And then, um, man, this is hard. I think, but I think I'll stick with Kirsty. I stuck with her last time, so I'm just going to stick with her. Because she deals with a lot in those movies. <laughs> those are terrible. Like what happens? What happens? There is so bad. All right. Well, in that case, and Kirsty's going to move on. Unintentional dark horse. Yeah, really. She's like that Katy Perry song. <laughs> Which All right. Is a good song, and it's always stuck in my head. <laughs> let's go Even to. Though the... I don't like Katy Perry. That's you debatable. Like... Uh, let's go to the next. <laughs> uh, we have Ooh. number one seed, Ash Williams from the Evil Dead series. Three appearances. His major threats are the Deadites, and his weapons are a chainsaw, boomstick, and a bionic hand. And his he's facing off against number 13 seed, Cherry, Cherry Darling from mm. uh, Planet Terror. One full appearance. Uh, her threats are the infected, and her weapons are a machine gun leg with a rocket launcher and an army of survivors. I would Am- like to start. Because I have thoughts, and I want Mike to jump in and help me with this. Okay. These characters are very similar. Like almost too similar to have a matchup here. And I feel like they might be a 
tie. So Spock wins. <laughs> so Spock wins. Give, hashtag give Spock a chance. Um, I'm going to go with Ash Williams here because uh, it's kind of my instinct. Uh, I guess I'm injecting a little bit of personal bias into this. I feel like threat levels are similar. Uh, I think that weapons and abilities are similar. So almost a tie, but I'm going with Ash, and I'd like Mike to follow that thought. I'd like to completely disagree on that thought. <laughs> uh, well, if, if Sean is yeah. going to completely disagree, then... I have an argument against it as well. Yeah, so, so okay, so let's go by survivability. Uh, yeah, he does survive three movies, however... He gets sucked back in time. He doesn't actually win in all three movies. Or in any, um, of, or in any of them, really. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, all right, Army of Darkness and, wins, depending on the ending we're talking about. True, I too true. long. <laughs> I'm too early. Um... <laughs> But as far as the threat level, I actually would go with the infected because as far as the deadites go, as long as you're not reading passages from the book, they can't harm you. Well, you there have was to... no passages of the book read in the S-Smart. What are you talking about? That's true. At the, the end, end, of, end Army of Army of Darkness, Darkness, the witch just shows she up. She shows up. Yeah, because he didn't read it right. He didn't. They didn't actually defeat the army because they. what exactly did they oh, do? Okay, I guess you're right. So theoretically, and and besides, you know as well as I do that that was thrown together at the last minute, so it makes no sense. Yes. So Why did they do that instead of the I slept too long thing. Then the because it didn't test well. well. The other thing here is, you know, threat level. Arguably, I, I think I could go with the infected too because it could be way more widespread, way faster. And they yeah. weren't just your regular zombies; they no. still retain. You didn't have to be bitten to turn into a zombie. It was a, it was a gas. So you could, uh, as long as you didn't have the genes to be infected, you were getting infected. I think my argument would be though that yeah, okay, so they're a bigger threat in terms of who can become one, but the deadites can do more. They have but worse abilities. Also, I mean, they the deadites can do almost anything. But if you watch what the what the uh, the infected do in the movie, they're like super powered. They can run real fast. All or, things deadites can do. But not everyone can be a deadite, or you can't all just summon a deadite out of nowhere. That, that wasn't the be all end of my argument. The other problem that we have going on here is um, Ash is a fucking idiot. Yeah, Cherry is actually pretty intelligent. She's the leader of the world at the, <laughs> at the end of the movie. Um, not to mention the fact that uh, her her weapons completely would outclass Ash in a head to head. So would they though? Especially at the end, she got a fucking minigun for a leg. Yeah, I mean, Ash just does have I a mean, rusty chainsaw. And even but, if he, even if Ash tried to shoot her, she could use her rocket launcher and fly around. Yeah, she she's practically jumping around and shit in the rules of, of, of that universe. But it'd be an awesome fight to watch. Um, and not to mention, Ash is easily seduced. And she used to be a go-go dancer. So... Come here, baby. I, it's a good thing that they went ahead of me because I was originally completely agreeing with Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Sean but, uh, spins the vote. It's been so long since I even saw Planet Terror. I've only seen it most once. of that stuff I've never seen it. just escaped from my memory. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why we wanted to fill in the gap. Fuck! I wish yeah. you would have went after me, Mike. Yeah. Did you I watch it recently? It. No. Mm-hmm. Just retained it. I just better. remember I saw it in theaters. So yeah. It was. Yeah, I think I only saw it when it was like playing on sci-fi. So. <laughs> <laughs> the thing you said about not everyone could be a deadite, though, is that true? Because I know the thing floats around and then it just chooses someone, but everyone could be a deadite. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you, okay, if yeah, you, anyone can be a deadite, but I'm saying like it only affects shows. so many people. Whereas the infected, it's the entire world. Yeah, 
like the show's continuity it spreads a little well, bit. No, we can't we're really. That, yeah. So. It has to just but be the Ash movies. Is still a dumbass thing. But as far as the movies go, you only see it in that one cabin and in the medieval times yeah, but in what that about, one area. What about the whole army of darkness that the main guy what rises? About I mean, he's just a gra- it was a gravesite. He's technically a deadite that 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 like uh evil Ash that gets made in Army of Darkness becomes evil and he's then a rises a whole army from the dead. So? That's not accounting for anything like a uh, threat? I don't think so. I, I mean, that's just one isolated incident, uh, which... Just a whole lot of bodies for her to mow down. Can we watch yeah. Army of Darkness? Today? Yeah, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Can we just stop doing this and put on Army of Darkness Mr. Pitt quick? from Seinfeld's in Army of Darkness. That's true. It, wow. It's not that I, I like Cherry Darling more as a character. That's definitely not what it is. Oh my god, he is! Yeah, he's the sorcerer, dude. Elaine! <laughs> no, they're too tight! <laughs> I, I want to suck! <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> that is the same actor. It's Mr. Pitt. Those are oh the only my. two roles that Okay, I so officially, Dan, you're going with? <laughs> Cherry. Sean? Cherry. I will also be going with Cherry. Ash. Oh, we actually changed your mind. Yes. Wow, how about that? Yes. Jason, do you want to just give your vote anyway? I mean, I really like Ash, but you make too many good points about Cherry. I guess I'll just have to go with her. Right, I hate Sean's guts. So Huge upset. Put a cherry on top, and uh, oh, literally. You know, uh, what was a great game was the Evil Dead PS2 game. That's good. I don't Look, remember uh, which ones are which. Fist full of boomstick. Was that right? Yeah, that was the first one. Wasn't was the? Uh, I thought there was one on Dreamcast. There was one on yeah. PS1 called Hail to the King. Yeah, there's one on PS1. Which, which one? I have. Which one's the one where Ash is yelling at you if you don't do anything? That's yeah. Fistful of Boomstick. Okay. And you, if you press triangle, he says like one liners. Yes. Great. Yeah, yeah. that one on PS1. PS2. Yeah. Oh, there was a PS1 and PS2. Okay. All right, let's go to the final matchup for this week. We have uh, number six seed, Dr. Herbert West from the Reanimator series. Three film appearances. His major threats are Dr. Hill and the Reanimated. Chris's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that they're actually remaking it. Uh, I want to die. With Chris. That is more accurate to the story. Uh, and his weapons are superintelligence, medical it's knowledge, and the ability reanimated. to bring corpses back to life. Reanimated. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Who's, Wait, what was the last one? Sorry, we were making jokes over here. Uh, he has super intelligence, medical Fuckers. knowledge, and the oh. ability to bring corpses back to life. Oh, we're still on Herbert West. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought he went to the next part. And he's facing off against number 10 seed, John Nada, from uh, They Live. Uh, one appearance, his major threats are the aliens, and his weapons are subliminal sunglasses, shotgun, fi- fighting skills, and more guns. And being Rowdy Roddy Piper. Put the damn sunglasses on! <laughs> uh, who would like to start us off here? All right, so Jason will start. Uh, I have to think. So, Rowdy Roddy Piper versus uh, Herbert West. Now, the... Evan, you go. Oh, my God. Uh, Mike. Stop, stop. So I'm just I, I feel like, uh, what? Uh, it's been a while since I've seen Reanimator, but yeah, he's the one who reanimates the dead himself, right? Yes. Yeah. So, really, his biggest threat is himself. Oh, existential. Uh, I know, right? So, this I'm trying to think, West. like, uh, or what, what's worse than X... Uh, <laughs> Here, Mike, an, ex- some head. an external force or an internal force uh, as a bigger threat. I, I feel like then Herbert West will always find a way to fuck himself over. Which is what happens in most of the movies. Yeah. And then he usually ends the movie seemingly dead, but not. <laughs> so I feel like in that case, I might give him, personally, I might give him the bigger threat. Uh, survivability. I mean, we know Nada dies at the end. Mm. Um, According to Wikipedia. Yes. Uh, and so Herbert West actually survives multiple encounters with his own creations. 
And it always comes full circle because he keeps start fucking up again. Um, but he, he just doesn't the, learn. Yeah, at the end of the day, he's still around. He's still kicking to fight himself again another day. So mm-hmm. I feel like he wins that as well, which just leaves head to head, which I think Nada would whoop his ass up and down the street, as In we, we've seen him do with Keith David. Mm-hmm. But he's that wouldn't really matter after the two out of three. So mm-hmm. I got to give it to Herbert West. I'm actually, yeah, I'm kind of on the same line there. Um, I would, I would definitely say his threat level is higher. Although, uh, if the, I would say if they did something with the aliens and they live where they weren't just so brittle like humans, then maybe I would consider that because they do have numbers. But the animated can have numbers too, yeah. so they're they're it's they're kind of even in that regard. But the fact that it is kind of difficult to to kill someone who's reanimated and the aliens are. No, to my memory, were mostly docile, right? Like, yeah, that's just, what I'm saying. They wanted, they wanted to, they wanted to, like, they yeah. wanted to rule the world from like, from behind a veil. But as they long as like being but it, violent, but but when they started the violence, that's when they yeah. became violent. Yeah, but they, like, they, were, they were more reactionary. Though. That's what I was saying last week. Was uh, Nada was pretty much kicking the hornet's nest. I still believe if he just didn't do anything, yeah, if probably would have went about his dad. Resistance didn't do anything. Yeah, then there probably wouldn't have been a big war. And uh, Herbert West makes his own problems, but he gets out of them all the time. And, mm-hmm. um, Only to get himself back into it. Yeah, yeah, but um, Nada didn't get out of his first problem that he made. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that kind of does help, though. Like, uh, as far as uh, survivability, he does survive, whereas Nada doesn't. Um, so, again, two out of three, even though he probably would lose, although in the, in a fight, I, I, I can't really give... I don't know. It doesn't matter. Two out of three for Herbert. Uh, reluctantly. I guess I'll go with West. I really like Rowdy Roddy Piper, though. I would wear the sunglasses if he asked me. They're just sunglasses. Damn glasses. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take at least one German on the cement first, though. <laughs> and sleeper hold. Uh, Evan, who would you go with? I see your points with Herbert West. It's a double But I'm going to go with Nada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand the criteria of this as well, right? And, and <laughs> I get the rules. <laughs> I get the rules, but I'm but gonna I break them. <laughs> but everything is a head-to-head matchup at the end of the day, right? And no, when we did this, but okay. But when we did this with um, villains, it was right. Was at the end of the day when you have. Oh things... man, that was just your rules. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna go back to my rules. <laughs> Fuck all of you and your tournament. Um, I imagine it as a fight. And if you put these two up against each other, for real, in a fight, I feel like Nada would win. I feel like technically the threat level is bigger with Nada because you're right, they are docile and they're not really doing anything, but they're everywhere and they could be anybody. Yeah, but bees are everywhere and they can sting you, but they're not going out of their way to sting you. And how do you know that bees aren't trying to take over the world? Put on these glasses. <laughs> no, going, man. I'm going with Nada. I, I see that as a bigger threat. Um, I, yeah, it's that's going to be, be funny. You put on the glasses, you look over at your Miller can, it's just a sludge on it. I put, I, I look over at all of you and you're all aliens <laughs> and I would not be surprised. At all. He's just like, well, whatever. It's just like, I kind of had a feeling. Not, and it's like, oh my God, Kyle, put on the damn glasses. <laughs> yeah, no, so no, I'm going to go with Nada. Wait, who are you talking to? Who's Kyle? <laughs> Get back in the cage. Get back in the cage, boy. Uh, Put the Dan- lotion in the basket. <laughs> we already have three, but who who would you have gone for? Uh, probably begrudgingly <laughs> Herbert West, even though I'd prefer to see Nada go on, but he just wins criteria. So 
See, I like to think outside of the criteria. (laughs) (laughs) Which explains Batman Forever. (laughs) Yes. Um, All right. Well, that means uh, Herbert Westcote moves on to our finals. Uh, So let's preview the finals. finals, Well, the final show, let's say. Forever. Yeah. The forever, you know, um, let's go to the uh, let's let's preview the matches we have uh, for the final four. We're going to have uh, Ellen Ripley facing off against Kirsty Cotton and uh, we're going to have uh, Cherry Darling facing Dr. Herbert West uh, leading up pretty, to the finals. Pretty, uh, pretty so brutal. I kind of know where this is going. <laughs> Cherry Darling just going to win. It's a machine gun leg. I will say uh, we have three women and Herbert West. Women are great. So we're not we're, sexist. We're reverse exactly. of the Star Wars bracket, you sexist pigs. <laughs> None of them made it. It's because it's not my fault. They all suck. Well, let's bring us to the end. Did you want to talk about any miscellaneous stories now? I got nothing. Got nothing. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Got nothing. Got nada. Got nada. We John no, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> nut, 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 nut. Uh, nut, nut, skeleton head. What? Yep. What are you doing to that skeleton head? Oh! Oh, my God! Does anybody want to say anything before we close out the show? Tits. Tits. Mike, would you like to plug your your beverage? Oh, my beverage? No, but uh, how about... (laughs) (laughs) Someone's... Someone's... (laughs) For the listener at home... (laughs) I just got it! (laughs) For the listener at home... Mike just turned and looked at Jason. Oh! Zinc. Ah. Ho-ho!